Good morning, everybody. Hi, Rich. Good morning. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. I guess you've been trying to come in for a little while now, but between scheduling and holidays and COVID and Greek Bay and just everything else going around, we're finally here. <laughs> <laughs> All so, perfect timing. It's been All a good. Past, past 30 or 60 days down here, huh? Yeah. All right, so let's get started. Please introduce yourselves and tell me what we're talking about today. I'm Ellen Bradley, and I'm just serving now as the president of NOSARA Ocean Safety. And <laughs> I am Mariana Salas. I am the program coordinator for NOSARA Ocean Safety. Uh, my name is Anish Gutt, and I am an instructor for NOSARA Ocean Safety. Thanks to all three of you for coming in today. So tell us what NOSARA Ocean Safety is all about real quick. Um, NOSAR Ocean Safety is a community movement that seeks to educate, empower, and prevent tragedies around the ocean. So we just really believe that empowering and educating fosters community and brings people together, tourists, expats, and locals alike. So we are here to help make the beaches safer and make everybody feel empowered around them and thus elevating community. I get you. So what do you mean by empowerment? Why is that important and how are you doing all that? What like? Take us into the, the roots of, of... So, yeah, I would love to because, you know, this spawned from a year ago on Christmas when a woman dry, drowned on Christmas Day. And many of us that were there and watched her struggle outside of the tide pools, we felt very disempowered and helpless not being able to get to her um, and not knowing what to do, not having the resources. Um, so we left that night, of course, really broken open, but also... Many of us were like, we have to do something. We need to empower ourselves, empower our children, and empower this community to have the resources, to have the knowledge and the know-how to prevent something like this. So this is truly where the word empowerment comes from because we felt so disempowered. Um, I got you. So this whole thing is spawned off of a tragedy, and the goal is to take that energy and spin it into something positive for the future. And you're saying empowerment a lot. I want, to, I want to hear more about it, though. How, how are you doing this? What, what's your goal? Just walk us through the details. Community education. We want to make the beaches safer. That, that I think, is essentially what we're trying to do through, through different strategies. And um, community, yeah? Reaching the community. Who is in the water all the time? Surfers, the swimmers, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we reached out to the surf school first, and we offered them basic rescue ocean training and ocean awareness programs. So they could, in a safe way, respond if, if any accidents would happen out there. I get you. Mm -hmm. And what was very interesting in the beginning when we did uh, the trainings with all the surf schools, I think we went through, I think, six trainings. The first six trainings that we did were in Spanish and were, were all the surf instructors. Mm -hmm. And after that, we got so many stories from them saying, you know, I did a rescue and I did that technique and I learned so much. Mm -hmm. and, and I think it had a... Um, I think it had like a, a great improvement of the safety of the beaches. Um, and when we were finished with that, the entire community came after us and said, hey, we also want to do your training. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, it spread out to, to more and more. And I think that created safety. You know, we live in, in Osada. We're so far away from any authorities. If something happens here, what do we do? How do we safely communicate with someone caught in a rip current? What do we do mm -hmm. if there is a surf accident? Um, how do we get someone back on the beach? And I think we all know this, us, all, a lot of us that live here, you know, we have to know how to take care of ourselves in a safe way. So empowering, especially the surf community here, to do proper rescues and, and yeah, learn CPR first aid, I think 
that's been amazing. Got it. So knowledge of how to conduct yourself in the ocean, how to help others when situations arise, that's the empowerment that you're talking about. It's not that you are wanting to buy a bunch of jet skis and lifeguard chairs type (laughs) of thing. And you're like, because some people hear empower, it's like, well, what do you mean? Is it, is it, are you lifeguards? Are you this? Are you that? So there's a confusion between it all. And today you can clarify all that for people and explain who you are and what you're up to. And I think you're off to a great start, by the way, congratulations on your initial success getting it started. Yeah. Um, all three of you came in like a ball of energy (laughs) if I would be able to handle all all, all of it. So, um, so congratulations on getting off to a good start, but let's see if we can help propel you a little bit further. Keep telling us what's going on. I was just going to say, I think it's important to say too, that we fully support Ryan and the Bomberos and we're aligned to them in the mission to make our beaches safer, but we're not the lifeguards. Um, part of our funds and our donations are allocated to support the lifeguards, but that is not our mission. Our mission is for the community. And I think, too, along the lines of empowerment, it's not just the programs, but there was never flags on the beaches before, signage, emergency signage. I think the the swell alerts on Instagram that a lot of local businesses are sharing is really helpful. Many people say all the time, these swell alerts are incredible because it empowers people. Oh, should I go in the ocean? Should I not mm-hmm. if I don't have the tools? Mm-hmm. And something, <clears throat> sorry, something we, we like to um, talk a lot about in our programs is the the best rescue is the one that doesn't have to be done that doesn't happen right mm-hmm. so <clears throat> having reaching to locals that grew up here and don't know how to you know identify a rip current or yeah. don't really know what the tides are or have all these like misconceptions of the ocean and be able to start conversations with them and you know educate these people in mm-hmm. it's it's such a big difference, you know. They tell all these stories that could have been a little bit different if they knew a little bit more about mm. ocean awareness, basically. So Interesting. So y'all are hitting on all kinds of different levels. Yeah, the surf guard training was only like the first step. It was only like the, the launch, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. like we have so many activities coming out now. We have educational materials for rental homes and hotels yes. coming out soon. Uh-huh. We started the local trainings mm-hmm. um, late last year. We went to Elimar High School a couple of times, and we were teaching the teachers about ocean awareness, tides, surf, mm-hmm. swimming. Um, we also found out that in a group of, I think, 20-something people, only three of them could swim. Yes. Um, and most of them don't go to the beach very often because they don't know, yeah. Yeah. You know much about the beach. So we also want to share knowledge so we can share the excitement about the ocean as well, you know, in a safe way. So maybe also encourage more ticos to come to the beach and understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, the flag system that we, we created and is being implemented now by, by, by the lifeguards of yeah. Nosara is a universal language of conditions on the beach, right? Um, mm-hmm. So that is a way for people to also know and acknowledge what's going on that day on the beach. Yeah, so you don't mm-hmm. see yourselves as competition for the lifeguards or trying to be the lifeguards. You yeah. see yourselves as a source of information all the way from learning how to swim and then once you know how to swim, how to conduct yourself and then on past that, helping people who might need some help and being far enough along to be of assistance. It's just knowledge across the board, yeah. but you're not 
an organization that's going to have somebody there to save someone's kid at the end of the day. That's the lifeguards. Is that what I'm hearing? Is that how it works? Yeah. Like there is that clear division of, you know, the organization that we have lifeguards on the beach and how amazing is that? And they do rescues and they do a lot of prevention work. And then we have the people that live here, work here and on the beach all the time Mm -hmm. that can be able to support a rescue as well. So, yes, we are not the lifeguards, and we are so happy to have lifeguards on the beach now. We mm-hmm. thank Bomberos Donosada for creating that project. But we created a group of people that or we didn't create a group of people. There is a group of people present mm-hmm. in the ocean all the time, on the beach all the time. The people that work there, the people that live here, um, that now have done training so they can do these rescues mm-hmm. and they can support the lifeguards yes. if they need to, right? They are present all the time. Uh, the first responders are always the people that are there. And now mm-hmm. we have a group of people that are educated and know what they do. But we support um, the Norsala lifeguards in different ways. We also support them with volunteers when yes. they need volunteers to cover the beaches. We support them in search and rescue missions. Yes. Um, flag system and funding. I mean, Money, yeah, yep. we are not competitive at all. Like, mm-hmm. We're really trying to, to work sidelong with the, with the lifeguards. I think as Ryan Bombard has acknowledged, too, he sees NOS as the community outreach arm. So we are the community that kind of holds that, um, which is really powerful um, because it's a way, too, as Anne spoke with the surf guards, that it's really created community amongst the surf schools um, to be a part of these trainings and to now be connected. And we're all on that same mission of ocean safety, which is just awesome. So tell us what's next. Like, how do you continue your ascent into getting this message out there and making it happen? Like what's, what's in the near future and mid future for your organization? Yeah. So, I mean, as Ane is helping develop these incredible programs, um, more programs for locals, even just to teach about the rip currents to understand and get to know their oceans, more ocean rescue courses, advanced ocean rescue courses. We're doing CPR courses for all the surf guards. And we want to acknowledge too, that we give this to them so that Teachers, the local or the expats and tourists are paying for the courses, but the surf guards have actually been able to do this course for free. So this is part of the fundraising. And of course, from there, I think the beautiful thing, too, is we've helped to create jobs. So a lot of these surf teachers are now instructors for NOS and they're leading the program. So as you can imagine, it's just spinning up. And as more programs are created, we're employing and empowering more locals to be that's instructors. All, that's all fantastic because you're talking, I'm, I'm hearing dollar sign, I'm seeing a dollar sign like spin in my head. So that means we need money. We need money. <laughs> that's <laughs> always. Yes. Nothing is free in Osada. Yeah. And you know, Rich, <laughs> we started as a GoFundMe. I had a, I had a joke there, but because <laughs> it's our first podcast, I'm going to hold off. I, I had please, a please, one, please. <laughs> Bite my tongue because we don't know each other very well. Back, back out next time. Very good. Well, I think it's important to say too, like we literally started as a GoFundMe because because last year we said we can't wait to become an organization. Like we need to make our beaches safer tomorrow or today. And let's just see who will help in this movement. And this is how it's literally started. And it's incredible. We've raised over 65,000 and every dollar has been directed back into the community, into the beaches. And so it's truly um, by every individual that lives here. And now we've recently launched the Founding Partners Program. Um, Tell with, us about it. Yeah. So the Founding Partners Program is with businesses like yourself, Surfing Osara, Harmony Hotel, Gilded, any businesses that want to come on board and commit to a yearly amount um, and help to not only support NOS, 
but also to receive the benefits as Mariana talked about. The educational materials will be put in the hotel rooms and rental properties. Um, we've even offered hotels the ability to have weekly classes with a live um, NOS instructor as a kind of get to know your beaches in Nosara. So there'd be an hour class that any guest could come to, and they just are a little bit more educated that <laughs> we know the beaches are gorgeous, but we also, many people don't know that they're very dangerous as well. And gotcha. so um, teaching that. So there's this whole program that we'd love to just make it a huge community effort to support this. And the founding partners, we, yeah. were, uh, we also um, educate the staff members. Mm. So they also do basic ocean yeah. rescue trainings, ocean awareness courses. We have uh, ocean awareness uh, courses in Spanish, of course, for all of them. So we can all be on the same page and they can actually talk to the um, tourist clients that they have and be able how to, you know, learn how to actually read a swell mm -hmm. forecast and, you know, be able to educate tourists and share this. What can someone listening to this do, do? to help? Oh, you can do a lot of things, right? Tell us about that, please. Um, well, I mean, I think donations is number yes. one. Like we, you know, donations. donations. This is what has supported us. Um, directly through our website. Go, go fund me. I'm trying to get but you to say the website. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> NosaraOceanSafety.org. Yes. Um, go directly there. You know, we're another really amazing initiative that we're about to launch is called the NOS Pass. Mm -hmm. So think of it. There's all the business around here that have provided coupons, um, discounts to their businesses. So you'll buy the NOS Pass and you'll receive this whole booklet of coupons and all the money goes directly to Nosara Ocean Safety. We're having another, our second annual gala at Coyol. Um, the whole place has been given us by Angelina and Marion um, in March. So that's a really another amazing initiative to be a part of. And I mean, Anne can speak to this, but if you haven't taken the ocean yes. rescue course, do the training. Please they join do the, the all the trainings. Uh -huh. Learn more, educate mm -hmm. yourself, follow our Instagram. On Instagram, we do the swell alerts, we do the recurrent alerts. Um, we try to keep people the community updated on current conditions here and we're going to run a lot more educational, educational posts yes. this uh, this year it's cool Let, let's pause up for year. a second so get to your instagram people can see the conditions mm -hmm. they can find out where the upcoming trainings are uh -huh. and how they can get involved mm -hmm. they can go to your website to make donations directly yeah. to there mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. i understood that right and then the nose pass i believe was the way you said yep. it yeah, no and Tell us when that's going to happen. And then also, do you have a date in March set for the Coyote Dinner? So the NOS Pass is basically the uh, entertainment uh, experience book yeah. curated by NOS, right? And that comes out this season? Or? That yeah. comes out this season. Ideally, by March 1st, we have it available, um, ready to go. Uh, and it's valid for a year. Okay, okay. So you can have it through a whole year, and and it's great. Like all the experience part, I I want to have the nose pass honestly. <laughs> um, and then we do have a date for the Coyol Gala. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure March sixth. Yes. All okay. right. All right. Yeah. So that will be a really intimate gathering, and um, again, just um, there'll be local photographers that have donated pieces. So it'll not only be a dinner, but an, an auction. auction. And, yeah, which cool. is really amazing. And I, I mean, again, talking about the ocean rescue courses, this isn't just for adults. The kids love these courses. Anne and her team do an amazing job. <laughs> so all ages, we just have different dates every month for little groms, older groms, and especially the kids love it. Um, adults, of course, do too, but this is for everyone. So what ages and can bilingual 
Bilingual. Everyone's a bilingual. Yeah, we have bilinguals. We always have scholarships available mm -hmm. for local kids too that are not being able to. Tell um, us a little bit about that. Yeah, so in every course uh, training that we run, we have X amount of spaces for scholarships. And then it can be increased depending. Sometimes people are very nice and then don't only pay for yeah. their kid, but they also pay for another kid to do it. So we have more space um, for local kids to do it. Uh, and, and they love it, you know, because we usually, all of our trainings, uh, instructors are bilingual. Mm -hmm. um, so it's in Spanish and English. And yeah, we have scholarships available for uh, you should come oh, yeah. to the training, Rich. Yes, yes maybe. you and love it. Yeah. And so we do kids 10 to 13, uh -huh. 14 to 17, mm -hmm. and then the adults is like 18 and up. We also do, sometimes people want to do like their family wants to do like a like family private one, and, and it's really fun to do it with families, too. They gather two families, and, and they all the kids, mom, dad. Yeah, we do private trainings, right? We tailor trainings to uh, to the needs of, of the people participating, mm -hmm. so... Guys, you guys would go done. wherever, from small kids to groups to businesses <laughs> to just... Totally, totally. You, just, you want to share this knowledge. So, but exactly. we're also working on developing an actual junior yes. lifeguard program that we hopefully going to launch this summer, mm -hmm. it's going to be way more extensive. We know that kids, when they learn, they go home and they tell their families mm -hmm. everything they learned that day, right? So teaching kids is going to spread out more information about ocean awareness and rescue, uh, for sure. So developing a longer-term junior life program for decos mm -hmm. and, and foreign kids, tourists and expats, I think that's going to have a, a great trigger effect here. Um, so this summer... When the kids are out of school, they can come, you know, yeah. play and learn with uh, with the NOS. Learn right CPR, first aid, yeah, rescue, that, That's the other training we haven't talked about is mm -hmm. that we've been wanting to have a CPR training for so long. And we started them a couple months ago. I think today's actually happened the fourth CPR training mm -hmm. that we do for NOS. And, of course, we also have scholarships for this ones, And they're also oriented at the beginning for surf instructors because mm -hmm. if you're a surf instructor you should have your CPR certification up to date and this is hard here because yeah. cost money we're far away they have to take a day off work or something like this and with NOS we we want to have it available for all surf instructors for free um, mm -hmm. and community members yeah. as well right on alright so what else do we need to hit we've hit a Short-term, mid-term, you want to talk about your long-term goals? I mean, I think it's fun to share that, you well, know, the foundation that we've created with NOSARA here, Ocean Safety, and the programs that are being implemented in the structure, this really could, Rich, be a plug-and-play for all the beaches in Costa Rica. Because Explain this that doesn't further. That sounds interesting. I mean, think of Samara, Samara Ocean Safety. You know, they don't have these type of empowerment and prevention programs in place, even if there are lifeguards. Now, Santa Teresa has a really amazing lifeguard program. I'm not sure is the extent of community classes. So this is all about... They started running this. Oh, they did. Yeah. So you think about there's the majority of beaches in this country do not have programs like this. Um, so I think it's really exciting to think that and we also, really could become a hub, yes. you know, that lighthouse to shine throughout Costa Rica to create safer coastlines. Is there any negative <laughs> in anything that you're doing in your opinion? Is there any negative? <laughs> negative. Is there any negative? 
<laughs> no. I don't think I'd be doing it if there's any right? negative, no. would you? I think we're all three so passionate. And For sure. I feel like two knows. You know, it's a community and an organization that brings people together because we're all drawn by the pulse of this ocean, whether we surf, walk it, swim. And so I do feel like Nosara Ocean Safety binds together people on both sides um, for the love of the ocean and to feel protected and safe around this amazing ocean. All right, everyone, you heard it here first. <laughs> Ellen said there's no negatives. There's, we're all are positive. there negatives, girls? I mean, like, <laughs> I think within the organization, not so much. But if you look at the, the bigger picture of ocean safety, yeah. you know, we have more and more people coming to our beaches here in Osada, right? So mm -hmm. we will see an increase in accidents and drownings. That is a fact. 2020 had 98 drownings in Costa Rica in general. Mm -hmm. And beaches were closed most of the of the year, right? Yeah. And that would mean that that would have if the beaches would have been open throughout the entire season, it's most likely that we would have seen many more drownings than we've ever seen in one year in Costa Rica. And yeah, I think that is that is what we're trying yes. Yeah, I know, but that is what we're trying to really work towards not having to do, right? Like not having to have these drownings. Mm -hmm. um, I think we started this, you know, very much as a mission. We all did yeah. high fives and say no more drownings in Osara, right? And then what happened? You know, we had more drownings after we started this. And yeah. Just but let's let's circle to a positive, uh -huh. right? We know it was the first Semana Santa uh -huh. in what, 20 years or something, they that said. The, the, that no, but there was not a single drowning on our beaches, mm -hmm. which is incredible year. due to the help of the lifeguards and no volunteers walked up and yeah. down the beaches telling people, be, be mindful here. And so something I feel yeah. like is working. It is, no, but yeah. it is totally working. But my point is, like, we are going to see more accidents here, right? For we sure. are going to see more, more things happening here. So the the community See, has to be vigilant. It's like, real. Like, to, right? Guiones, I think it's the third beach in, in Guanacaste that gets more drownings uh -huh. every year. This is just the stats, right? So it's so important, this work that we're doing with the community. Mm -hmm. The community is so, we have, so passionate about it. We have it, more so. drownings here than Tamarindo Beach. Yeah. Which is interesting, right? If you think about the amount of people that go visit Tamarindo versus, versus Nosara... And it tells a little bit about the conditions here. The conditions here are very dangerous. Mm -hmm. They are. We take swell from all directions, right? When we take swell from all directions, we uh, we get conditions that follows that would be rip currents, um, big waves, mm -hmm. a lot of impact, a lot of power going out again, and yeah, that. Uh, so we all gotta learn about it, right? We all gotta yeah. learn how to. Stay safe. Prevent. All right. So for people listening to this, they need to follow you on Instagram. If people are not on social media, they need to go to your website. Go to our website. Mm -hmm. And what else should we tell them? What else, what else do you want listeners of this to, to hear from you? I think it's important, too, that anybody that wants to be involved in any capacity, you know, we are mainly um, vol volunteer. I mean, we have some staff, of course, but it's been led by um, mainly Lonnie and I, Lonnie Blanco and I, and Danny initially as volunteers. So we would welcome any volunteers that want to help in any of these efforts and are passionate. Um, and I think too, you know, if you have a rental home, if you have a business, like we would love to get the NOS educational material into every rental home, into every hotel room, because at least then it gives visitors a glimpse that, hey, I'm I may need to think about these conditions. Let's Got look it. So before. They, they can help you by volunteering to help yep. either instructional courses, I'm guessing, or when it, or teaching kids or 
Um, what would the volunteers do? Is what helping with graphic okay. material, educational mm-hmm. material. You got any any type of uh, skills when it comes mm-hmm. to to do graphic design, for example? Mm-hmm. We, we're looking for maybe people if like somebody that. could print and bring down some stuff. Exactly, yeah. exactly. things exactly. like this. Yeah, merchandise. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Designing yeah, new so. things for for yeah for our merchandise. Videos yeah. for content creation. Uh-huh. We want to start creating all these yeah. like really good. Explain, explaining videos of like rib currents and have really good visuals, right? Of of these conditions that are dangerous and mm-hmm. that are permanent. Maybe someone beach. listening to this can figure out um, some of the times when we have heavier currents, we can go get some drone footage of how they circle mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Yeah. so maybe yes. some of us can go paddle out this or I'll go paddle out in the middle of it and here's how you handle uh, this situation. Exactly. Like, that'd be good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Very good. What else do you want to get out there? Because it seems like your message is pretty clear. You're off to a great start. You feel real good about it. Money's coming in. Um, what else? Like, what, what else do I have this platform? I mean, just a little advice of, of what we do when we go to the beach, right? We have so many beginner surfers here. It's a great place to learn how to surf, right? Um, just know that when you go to the beach, you, you have to be aware of the conditions, right? So we can all participate in in keeping the beaches safer by staying within our own limitations, right? So when we go to the beach and we look at the beach, we we have to look at all the conditions for, for a while to understand what's going on, right? Like the set is not going to be rolling all the time. We have mm-hmm. to, to look at the waves. We have to look at the behavior of the waves. Do we have driftwood? Are there rocks? How is the wind? And just understand like all the different dynamics of the ocean, right? Talk to your surf instructor, mm-hmm. take an extra lesson if you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know, ask the lifeguards. Uh-huh, and ask the lifeguard and stay within locals. limitations, right? I think that's a really, really mm-hmm. good way to understand and learn our own limitations. So just stay within limitations. So, all good stuff. Yeah. Thanks for what you're doing. Much Thanks, appreciated. Rich. It sounds like a, a lot's happened and there's a lot more on the way. So I'll look forward to having you back. We'll do an update later on in the year and find out what the next version or what phase two or phase three or four or five or whatever you're up to at it by that between all your energy and you're going to be (laughs) I wish you nothing but success and thank you for what you're doing thank you you. thanks Rich (laughs) thank you for having us they might be saving me one day (laughs) hopefully we don't have to yeah (laughs) but at least you'll know how thanks again thank you thank you